This is the intro, this is the intro, this is the intro to the Poet and Billy Podcast Extravaganza! What are you, uh, what up, how are you? How's I'm good, I'm good. I, you're, you're all recording, right? I assume you are. I always ask because this is different since I'm calling you as opposed to you calling me. I mean, come on now, Billy. I mean, I don't know. If I, I, my, I, I guess I should just assume whenever I'm talking to you, you're recording. So I need to be very careful with what I say. Uh, you think that's funny, Booker? Yeah. Uh, what's up, Booker? Yeah, what's up? You want you to say anything? Huh? Yeah? Is that it? Yeah, where are your clothes? Yeah, because you slobbered all over them. Dude, he drenches his onesies with yeah. just yeah. slobber because he's just constantly drooling. There's nothing wrong with that. That's what, I mean, it's what babies do. It is what babies do. They drool. Um, uh, how's, how's your week been? Uh, my week has been good. Oh, hey. Sorry, Liz just walked in the room. Hey, Liz. Poet says hey. I did. Man, we got everybody on, on, on this episode. Liz, Booker, yeah. Meredith, Quincy, Billy, it's a big one. me. <laughs> uh, they are in the hamper in the nursery. Riveting content for our listeners at home. Yeah, I know. I'm sure that's what everybody wants to hear. Like, what's, what's Billy like as a father? Does he know where the clean clothes are? Yes, I do. I'm the one who cleaned them. Bitches. Um, anyway, so my week, things I've been up to. So, uh, I've had, I've had an okay week. I've been, uh, I've been reading a lot cause I got a couple of books that I've been waiting for. That I was real excited about. And I finished one, uh, the shadows by Alex North, okay. which is a, a thriller sort of horror story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like this guy's book. I, I read, uh, his first novel last year. So this is the second one. Or the second one under this name. I guess he's written under another name before. But I don't know what it is. But his one from last year was called The Whisper Man. And I really enjoyed that one too. And something happened in that book that got me. Like normally with like mysteries and stuff, I can at least kind of figure out where it's going to go. Like even if I don't know what's gonna, what for sure what's going to happen, once the reveal comes, you're like, Zoinks! That's great! What? The mastermind of an international smuggling ring. Okay, yeah. No, that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something happens in that book, and I audibly, I was in the den reading, and Liz was in the in the bedroom and heard me audibly just go, no fucking way, because I just, I he got me. I was like, I, I did not see what happened coming. That rarely happens to me. So this time, I was prepared. I was like, you're not going to get me again, man. Like, no, nah, I'm. I, I, I know your style. I, I, I'm going to be looking out for every little clue. And, and, I, and I, I thought I had it. I thought that, I, that there was no way I was going to get God again. And the dude did it again, man. Like, it's, like, it's, it's impressive. Like, he, he plays with tropes uh, in a really fun way. He also writes characters uh, in very interesting ways. Uh, it's, it, 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 they, they, they feel a lot more fleshed out despite the fact that it's really not a long book. It's maybe 330 pages. So uh, Alex North, Whisperman, The Shadows, if you guys like that kind of thing, I'd totally check that out. That, that Those are excellent books. 
Uh, and I'm in the about halfway through uh, the new Dresden Files book through Peace Talks, and I'm I'm loving that. I didn't realize it's been some years since the last one. So it's in real life or in terms of the story? Uh, in terms of the story, I think it's only been like a few months. I could be wrong about that, but based on what I how I was reading it, that's that's what I gathered. But in real life, yeah, the last one came out. God, sixteen. I feel like 2016, yeah, 2016, yeah. 27. I think I read it in 2017. Um, uh, I think I tapped out on ep- book nine or ten. I think was the last one I read. Um, I really should go back and read them. I just don't have time to. I feel like read anymore. Even if you did, man, it's. I remember I put off because I, you know, I've had my cousin and. Uh, well, two cousins of mine, actually, who have liked the Dresden Files for some years. Uh, plus, you know, Data is always has always talked them up for a long time. So I was like, yep. I'm sure they're good, but that's a big commitment. Because at the time, it's like, he, the dude is like, he still wants to write like 20-something books total. Yeah. And, you know, I'm like, that's a big commitment. That's a lot of books, you know. I, I don't know if I, you know. But then, like, once I finally did it, I'm happy that I did. I really like Jim Butcher's style uh, and watching the changes in the characters over the course of those books. And also, despite the fact there are so many of them, they're very quick reads. Uh, I tend to get through them very quickly. Yeah. Uh, I like how it's been four years since the last one and Dak read it in an hour. Oh, yeah. I don't know, man. I feel between him and like Chipper, I feel like the slowest reader on the planet. Oh, you know, Chelsea, uh, Chelsea mentioned uh, you're not in the group chat, I don't think, uh, anymore. You left it for, you know, I, don't, I guess I don't blame you because I don't really pay too much attention to it all that often either. Uh, but she mentioned in there that she's like a speed reader and she she's like she can read 10 pages or like like nine or 10 pages in a minute. That's crazy. She's the. I'm like, that's nuts, man. She's the Captain America to your Falcon. On your left. Lapping you with book after book after book. Does that mean one day she's going to go through time and I'm going to see her old and she's going to hand me her bookmark and I got to take over the mantle? I mean, that would be like a really weird. Like, what happens? What book apocalypse happens that, like. Uh, whatever happened, I guess like a nuclear thing, like in the twilight zone when the guy is like in the vault and the explosion out, he's all that's left. And then he breaks his glasses. He's like, it's not fair. It's not. And it really wasn't fair. I watched that episode maybe a few months ago. Just, I just randomly to have something on. I put on the, the twilight zone. If you watch that episode, you feel terrible for that guy. Cause his life sucks. Everybody treats him like shit. All he wants to do is read his fucking books. I mean, I think you're. I feel like you're referencing something that you think I know what you're talking about, and I have no reference Wait, point. Are you serious? I've seen episodes of The Twilight Zone, but I do not remember any specifics other than that one time William Shatner saw somebody on a wing or some shit. That's a that's a great one. That's a great. That's actually also based on a short story by Richard Matheson that is wonderful. Uh, both great. Uh, he wrote the screenplay for that episode also. I'm just going to give you guys some fun trivia. Uh, no, that yeah, that's a real famous one, but so is the one I was talking about. That's the, You don't know the one about the guy who's like, he's a big reader. He's got these like thick-ass Coke bottle no, glasses. Uh, and like, he like loves to read and he's like, you know, he works in a bank and he gets in trouble because he goes to the vault on his break and just like reads and the manager's like, you got to stop doing that. 
and his wife like throws his books out and stuff because she's like, "Why are you reading all the time? You just I don't what are you doing like for no reason?" Uh, so he has to like hide books in his house so that she won't find them. So one day he goes into the the vault to read a book on his break, even though he knows he's not supposed to, and uh, the vault is closed behind him. Uh, but if there's a safety lock for him to get out. But while he's in there, a nuclear attack happens, and the world is basically destroyed, and he's the last living man around. So he's just like, the rest of the episode is him walking around this wasteland, and like, this is great, there's no one around, no one give me a hard time. And he goes and finds, like, the library, which is, like, untouched. It's, like, there's there's some damage, but for the most part, it's fine. So there's, like, a ton of, uh, of books laying around. Is like finally I can read and like he goes and like trips and his glasses fall and break when they hit the ground and he can't see without his glasses so he can't read and he's like ah, ah. and then like the music the or whatever the no, no, I don't remember that that's a good, it's a good episode there's some man it's every now and then I get like something some kind of feeling I'm like I'm gonna put on like the Twilight Zone while I you know. Well, I do shit around the house, and it it is it'll stop me. Like I'll have to some episodes, I'll have to stop and be like, "All right, what's going on?" Like it, it's it's impressive such an old show can still be that good. Have you watched the new ones? I do. I want to. I haven't yet. Shocking, no one. Uh, well, but keep in mind though, it's like that's. I, there's not a lot of reason for me to get the CBS access thing, which is how you oh, watch them. Oh, is that where it is? Yeah, I would never get yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I would love to watch those Star Trek shows. I'm not buying those CBS access. I'm not. I like Star Trek, but not enough to nope. bear nope. it. Because I'm just, I'm not all that interested in watching those shows either. So I'm like, eh, you know, no, sometime I, maybe. I already got too many services right now as it is. Yeah, and then, and then I just added one a couple of months ago, uh, but that one's only like six dollars. But still, that was when I got uh, Funimation. Oh yeah, uh, app, which is totally worth it. There's a lot of great stuff on there, uh, and for six bucks, that's pretty crazy considering everything else is at least ten, and you don't get nearly as good of the content. Yeah, because I mean, there's a shit ton of stuff on Funimation, I assume. Oh my god, yeah, it's and you know with all and some of those shows. You know, those animes go on for years, and there's, like, hundreds of episodes to go through. Uh, and then they have... They don't always have, like, everything. Like, they may not have all of the movies of some things, for example. Uh, like, I don't think... There's only a few Dragon Ball Z movies on there, but whatever. And who's, who is, like, ah, oh, they don't have the movies? Nobody gives a shit about those movies. Except maybe Return of Cooler, because that one's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Return of Cooler? <laughs> Actually, I just—I picked one randomly. I—I <laughs> I don't remember much about that one. Actually, I think uh, the first one. I think I don't remember what. It might just be called Cooler. That's the brother of Freezer. Frieza, not Freezer. I know that sounded like a. I know that sounded like a Freudian slip. Hold on. The reason I said that. Have you ever watched uh, uh, Dragon Ball Dragon Ball Z Abridged on YouTube? Why would I watch that when I don't watch Dragon Ball? Well, it's a, it's like they make shorter versions of the show, and they're I don't like they're, the they're, show. They're, they're Why would I watch a shorter version because, of because it? Because it's because they're mocking it. I don't know if you'd no. ever, but if you, but if you would be aware of it, I really am aware it. of it. I am aware of it. So Goku cannot get Frieza's name right, 
in the show it on the bridge. Uh, <laughs> he's always calling him Freezer. He's like, it's Freezer. <laughs> Some of that show is really dumb, but every but I don't know. Sometimes I think about it and it makes me it makes crack you laugh. Because uh, I can, I'm man enough to admit Dragon Ball Z is really ridiculous, but uh, whatever. Yeah, man. So are a lot of things. So are mm. so Star Wars. If you really want to get down to it, how dare you? You shut your whore mouth. With, with the with the exception of the Last Jedi, Star and all, what just the last trilogy, Star Wars is flawless. Um, I don't know how I feel about the Bad Batch. I don't know if you saw that announcement. They are going to do a new cartoon series based on characters introduced in the last season of the Clone Wars. Yeah, actually, I did see something about this. There's also allegedly some rumors. Some of them may appear in The Mandalorian. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't really... I mean, I think they were cool characters uh, for the season, but I don't know how interested I'll be. You know I'll watch it. But I don't know how... I would rather something else... Like, somebody pointed out, like, doing the Republic Commandos from the game. Oh, yeah. Those characters were so, like, that was such a great game, that story. Um, um, honestly, Man, there like, are some great Star Wars games. I think Star Wars might be the best, like, what's the word I'm looking for? When they're doing, if, you, if you're talking about, like, an extended universe type of thing, when it comes to video games, like, video game adaptations, I think Star Wars really is the best of any, like, major franchise. Yeah, well, it's so, there's so many, and there's so many different styles. No other franchise has even really spawned the sheer amount of games, let alone the varied styles of them, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Because, um, like, you, I mean, you got everything in Star Wars from first-person shooters to role-play games to fighting games to flight sim games to, you know what I mean? It's like... It's a big canvas to paint with. Um, So I don't know. I honestly would like to see the animation from the Clone Wars put more into the original trilogy storyline era. Um, Not necessarily, you know, like featuring, like, you know, cameos from Luke, Leia, Han, Chewbacca, whatever. That'd be fine. The droids, whatever. But like, just something set with that animation in that timeline I think would be cool. Like maybe like how they do that resistance show. They could do like a Rogue Squadron show. Like I would love to see a Rogue Squadron show. That'd be dope. Um, I don't know. Would, what, what kind of cartoon and style would you like to see in a Star Wars Cartoon. Um, man. Honestly, I'd want to see maybe something in, way back in the old Republic, like literally like, like Knights of the Old Republic time or around that time, mm-hmm. or way further into the future. Because at this point, I'm like, how many times? How many stories are you going to tell? Yeah. In the basis of these these nine movies uh, that take place, you know, what 30, 40 years. With each other, like it, you know, I'd, 
And now, then, not to say that there can't be stories done there, you know, take a look at The Mandalorian, it's awesome, but, yeah. you know, there's it's such a huge universe like that, and you know that, a lot, you know, so much of it has been around in that, in that canon for thousands of years, like, there's no end to the things you could do. Well, you know they're starting that whole High Republic uh, stuff, um, there's, like, the books and the comic books, and I can't remember which group one of the groupings of movies that's being done is set during what is being referred to as the high republic yeah era uh i I just i I tend to find myself more interested in the things that are kind of outside of the box i guess like a little bit different where Mm -hmm. which i I think that's why i wasn't super interested in the last game that came out i do want to play it i hear that it's pretty good but I'm just, I wasn't in any rush because like, it's another game where you're playing, you know, you're a Jedi and you're running around and it's the, you know, the like original trilogy time or around that time. And uh, Yeah, it's, well, it's during the purge. So between three and four, um, it has, in my opinion, the greatest Star Wars song in the, in the history of Star Wars. And, but, and what I mean by that is I don't mean like the instrumental music. I mean, like cantina band job of the hut band the intro song uh that plays uh at the beginning of the game and then there's another point later in the game slap that shit in my whip if uh i was a person who slapped things in their whip i was gonna say anymore i don't i don't really i'm not really a slapper in the whip in the whip game like i used to be you used to be oh yeah yeah, before i knew you uh yeah man when i i mean i used to have the all tinted out red jeep cherokee with twin 12s in there that thing was a We used to blow doors off with that thing. And also, like, but but back to the, what is it? The Fallen Jedi, or what's that game called? I have it. Uh, fucked up. The, yeah, something. Anyway, I don't, I don't like the game. <laughs> I still play it. Um, It's grown on me the more I've played it. I don't, I'm, one, I'm not a, a fan of that style of game. Because it's that kind where it's really all about, like, perfect timed responses when you're attacking. So like perfectly timed roll or executed maneuver. That's not really like the style of game. Like I get like 
that people like those games. It's not really my style. Um, and one of my biggest complaints about the game is like, I don't like the main character. Um, because I really, at this point, want agency with my, with my characters. I want to create my character. And so when you force me to play as somebody, I will have less enjoyment, uh, usually. Um, it's one of my biggest complaints, uh, with the Halo stuff we saw yesterday, which, uh... Uh, we can talk about here in a second, but um, what kind of Star Wars game would you like? Not um, not setting, just what kind of game would you like set in the Star Wars universe? You know, this is probably uh, it's kind of a cop out, I guess, but I want like another Knights of the Old Republic style game, man. Hey, like you, that was. Hey. You know, lying. I could take. I could take three of those. Give me a trip. Because I think, because it's because that the the original one is so still good. fun to play. It's like, so can you good. imagine they update not just like the uh, graphics but the gameplay for something like that? Like, yeah, that'd be wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, just yeah, the timing is probably the most important thing. Because I, I, you know, there's something about always getting callbacks to the other movies and stuff like I, you know, a spoiler alert for the new game. Cause I know this happens. So if you haven't played it, sorry, but, uh, there's a point in the game where Darth Vader shows up and I've seen yeah, video yeah. of this and I'm like, okay, I guess that's cool. And I've seen people react on, on videos about it where they're like, Oh shit. Cause you hear his voice or like his breathing. And you're like, Oh, it's Vader. Cause he's the only one that breathes like that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I guess and for a second, that's cool. But afterwards, I'm always, you know, and I thought something about this, like after Rogue One, even though it makes sense for Rogue One and I do like that movie. I'm like, how many times can you do that? Like, eventually it's like, we know what we know what's going to happen. Like, Vader's going to win. You're not going to beat him. We know what his future is. Like, this isn't it's like uh, uh, Force Unleashed. That was the, that was the other game that I thought the same thing. Where I was like, I mean, he's going to yeah. win. Um, you know, no matter what happens, he's going to end up on that Death Star with Luke. Like, that's what we know what happens. Well, I, I'll say this. There is, at the end, Vader shows up. You do your thing. Um, there's a second part where Vader shows up. The first time I played it, whatever, I don't know what happened, but I missed a quick time prompt. It never showed up. Right? So... I'm doing my thing, X, and then I'm just watching the cutscenes go, and I'm like, oh, I'm just, you know, nothing's happening, and then all of a sudden, Vader grabs my droid and fucking crushes him, and I'm like, oh, no, and then he fucking kills me, and I was like, yo, are they really about to end the game like this? That would be fucking, oh, no, I just fucked up. Like, I, if they had ended the game with Vader actually killing you, I'd have been like, Yo, that was fucking dope. Because no game ends with you getting killed. You know what I mean? Your hero always wins. And of course, uh, that's what happened. I just missed a quick time button of it. And when I press it the next time, I did whatever I whatever little thing it did. And it allowed me to escape. I can name um, a game where that happens. Uh, is it? Let me. Hold on. Does it rhyme with uh, Ezident Revil? <laughs> What? No, what? <laughs> uh, 
Actually, no. Most uh, wrestling, uh, as far as I remember, always tend to end with like the good guys getting away or surviving. No, man, Halo Reach. Oh, of course. <laughs> we're just talking about that I today. Know, I, was like, oh, man, I thought no. you were like, oh, he's playing. He does. He's just messing with me. No, of you really course. forgot. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of Halo, I, what did you think of the Halo stuff? Yeah. I, my thing is, I don't. I'm done with Master Chief's story. Like, I let me play as a Spartan. I don't care whatever fucked up, dumbass story you want to create. That there's a reason why Spartans are still warring with the Covenant. I don't care. I don't care. Just give me a story where I get to be the Spartan fighting Covenant. I'll be happy. Now, I, 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 I just am tired uh, with M- Master Chief. So I saw bits of this it was like kind of what i wasn't paying enough attention because i guess i'm just not i'm just not all that interested i can't help it halo has been you know not great for me in a while but so what what exactly is what is the storyline here because it looked a lot like the first halo so i don't know the what happened in the last one but somehow master chief is floating through space again some guy finds him, and Master Chief promises to get some promises to get him home. Well, cut to where this uh, the gameplay footage picks up. the The dude is not happy with Master Chief. Uh, he's constantly, apparently, uh, being put in danger, and he's at the end of his wits with this. And basically, he's like, "You promised to get me home," and. Master Chief's like, if we don't do this, there will be no home. <laughs> Is he Batman? <laughs> yes. yes. Like, uh, like nah, that would make me interested. Like, you're playing as Batman and he's a Spartan? Okay, yeah. no, let's see what this is about. It doesn't make any sense, but all right. Well, you you're trying what? something. You know what's so funny? They've added a grappling hook to Master Chief. <laughs> So, like, you see him as you play with Master Chief. He'll just launch out the grappling hook, grab to something, swing at it, grab himself to an enemy, grab a, an explosive barrel, throw that explosive barrel at an enemy. Um, one of the and he cool- calls the Master Chief mobile to come in. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, one of the interesting things they've added is location-based shooting, where... Um, uh, you specifically see uh, these two brutes come charging at him and he shoots at one in the feet until it stumbles and then he shoots the guy's face off. So that was kind of interesting, but it it nothing really looked. And I guess this is because they weren't showing Xbox Series X footage. They, I guess they were showing Xbox X footage. And so it didn't look spectacular. Like, it just looked like Halo. Um, But again, my biggest complaint is that, like, I don't... I want to be a Spartan. I don't want to be Master Chief. Oh, and there's some... Apparently, there's some group of Covenant called the Banished. And they're basically like, uh, Nah, dog, the war's not over. (laughs) Like, we're still... Our end goal is still to... Uh, ignite, use the halos as a weapon because that's what they were meant for. And so you have to stop these dudes. And uh, this, all that stuff that you did in those other games, we don't care about that. Yeah, no. Nah, and this <laughs> halo, and this particular halo ring is 
has at least one section blown up. So I don't know if they're, if this is like, I don't know what, yeah, I don't know. And this is supposed to be quote unquote an open world. And like when you get there, they're like, you're shot down by three anti-aircraft guns. Shocking. Shocking that you would be dealing with anti-aircraft guns in a Halo game. But the opening mission, it gives you three anti-aircrafts to guns to take out. And, like, it shows them pulling up a map and, like, setting a waypoint. And you can kind of, like, go at which one you want. And apparently, I guess you can go where out, wherever, whenever kind of thing. I don't know. It's, it's Apparently, it's an open world Halo. Or an open ring world, if you will. Halo. So, I don't know. I wasn't that impressed. Yeah, I'm the same way. I'm like, I just, I, I'm not interested in Master Chief. It's funny. Uh, at the end of three, I think I, I, I like Halo Three. I know that some people maybe not a big fan of the story or where where, where it went, but I liked it. I did too. Uh, and I thought like it. You know, honestly, I thought it was an exciting ending for how things went with the Covenant and like the the elites. You know, and like this, the whole Covenant seemed to be falling apart. Uh, especially by the end, it was all kind of over. Uh, yeah, it, it was this very interesting universe. Then we're like, well, what's going to happen now? Like, how are these alien races going to coexist in the universe? Uh, and that, especially after all of this, like that, it was really interesting concept. Like, you know, that's the kind of stuff I want to see. I like say, you know, I want to see aliens and humans, and like, how are they going to politically? deal with each other because you know but instead of doing anything like that they're just kind of like ah no it's we're just off doing our own thing oh it's just like the same stuff as usual oh I'll here's some new bad guys i'll tell you who how are actually gonna, old bad guys i'll tell you how they're gonna deal with it politically with bullets um did you see any of the other xbox stuff like the fable trailer yeah or the, yeah um, I, I i glanced at some of it i was kind of I mean, none, the, none of it, none of it jumped out at me. Where I was like, I gotta watch that because I wasn't really a Fable guy. I don't know. Maybe did you play it? Yeah, I'm, I'm. I was a fan of Fable. Played all three of them. Um, Chicken Chaisa is still like one of my favorite things. Whenever we're, whenever we're doing anything, and Cloud just says Chicken Chaser, it makes me laugh. Um, so I, I mean, I not like. I mean, yeah, cool, new Fable, but it's not like... The the trailer wasn't anything other than to say, hey, we're doing a new Fable. Like, it didn't show you any gameplay, so I can't really speak to that. Um, there was the new Avowed game from Obsidian, who did, you know, Knights of the Old Republic 2. Um, they didn't show too much there, but I'll always check out an RPG. I should buy Knights of the Old Republic 2. I've actually never played it. Uh, I, I liked... The uh, the gameplay changes, I didn't like that we weren't uh, continuing the story of Revan. Ultimately, it was fine. Damn, so... Spoiler you know, alert. What, what one game, you're like, ah, I'm, I'm sick of this character. I don't want any more of a... Oh, you're like, ah, but where's the old character? Make up your mind. What do you want? Well, when Knights of the Old Republic 2 came out, I wanted to be Revan again. Cause I, cause it, just like with in how they eventually did with Mass Effect, 
I had done all my stuff with Revan. I wanted to pick him up again. Let's do some new shit with Revan. But no, it was the Drifter or whatever his name. I don't, that wasn't his name. That's Destiny. <laughs> um, interesting uh, stuff about Destiny came out yesterday. Uh, it is coming to Game Pass. All its DLC is coming to Game Pass. And the new DLC, which has been on pre-order for the last month or two, um, is coming to Game Pass in November when it comes out. It was supposed to come out in September. It got pushed back uh, due to them having to work at home. But uh, that, I thought, was really kind of shocking that they would put their game on game pass and have all the DLC available when it's available. Um, cause I, man, I don't, you know, the, they put a lot of games on game pass, but they don't usually give you access to the DLC. If you want that, you have to pay for that. So, um, I thought that was kind of cool. I wasn't really interested in, um, Purchasing the DLC for next De- next season of Destiny or next year of Destiny, uh, but now that it's free, I'm definitely going to be checking out next season of Destiny. Um, what? But, you old sleepy ass bitch. Yeah, I'm tired. Hey, come on. I'm a parent now. Now I get to do that thing where like, oh, I'm tired all the time. You know what it's like being a parent. Ah. <laughs> Oh man, so dumb. Uh, well, before we, <coughs> before we cut this short, so you can go to bed. Uh, uh, I watched a crap ton of shit this week. So did I. Sorry. You you ain't watched nothing. You I watch? watched you. No, I watched a couple of things. Would you so watch? take that? Uh, well, we finally watched Hamilton, which I had already listened to. Yeah. I just hadn't watched it yet. Of course, you would say that. I can care less uh, about Hamilton. Of course. <laughs> Because I liked something, so you... No, and literally, I don't know what it is, but, like, the more people that just are like, Hamilton's amazing, I'm just like, I pass. I'm, I just feel like there's a cult of Hamilton, and I just don't want to be a part of it. But you liked it? You and Liz liked it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's excellent. It's very well done. You uh, like the hibbity and the hobbity of the hip, hip, hop and the history of America hop, and you don't it's, stop the rocket to the... Bang, it's, bang the boogie to... Hamilton it's super impressive, like the things, the, the things that are done. Mm-hmm. I, we were sitting there, like, how does somebody write this? Like, how did Lin Manuel Miranda like sit down? He's like, I know exactly what I'm gonna do. <laughs> like, it's just, it's crazy. It's, but it's, it's worth watching. And I also, I finally watched something. Finally, because uh, I never do. But I, I watched something that you said I should watch. I watched The Old Guard. Oh, what'd you think? It was all right. Oh my god, motherfucker! I love that motherfucker movie. I think. Well, keep in mind though, I had heard at that, but by then, not just from you, but then like it caught on. Yeah. Uh, it's as your you Hamilton. Said it would. Uh, <laughs> that it was like you know everybody was watching it. So I was like, okay, my expectations are a little high. Maybe they shouldn't be too high. I tried to keep them low, like so that I wouldn't be like disappointed. And I wouldn't say that I was. Uh, it was a good game. I, or game. It's a good. It was. A, it, we've been talking about games so much. Uh, it was a good movie, and uh, and I am interested to see the next one because I think that 
Yeah, because I know they've all signed on, and this did well enough. There's definitely enough people watch it. They're going to do this a sequel. Uh, you know, it's the, the the setup for this for this movie. I think is makes me more interested to see what would happen in the next movie. Uh, but yeah, it's like it's just there's just some little things about it. Like for everything that I, I everything that I like, there's something that kind of bugs me about it. Uh, not enough to make me dislike the movie. It's just like little things where I'm like. You know, oh, I really like this character, ah, but they're not a very good actor. Like they're just not doing a very good job. You know, like that kind of thing. Uh, it felt like some of the actors are sort of phoning it in, um, with a couple of exceptions. Uh, you know, Charlize Theron was pushing it, man. She was behind that movie clearly, uh, and she was great. I, I didn't have a problem with any of the actors. I thought they all did a good job. Um, uh. Here's my thing. When I watched it, anytime they talked about uh, what a queen, the girl who was in the ocean, Charlie Theron looked like she looked uncomfortable in a way that that maybe she hadn't been all the way truthful with them. So when spoiler alert, she showed up at the end. I was like, oh yeah, see, this is gonna back, this is gonna come back to bite Charlize Theron because she didn't yeah. tell him some story, but she didn't left one little part out, and now that shit's about to come out. But yeah, no, and also it doesn't it doesn't help that I'm sure that if you spent that long underwater, you you you'd be fucking crazy. Like you would yeah, you would have yeah. gone crazy. Um, the fact that they aren't all crazy after living as long as they have, except for maybe, maybe the guy who like the newest guy who's only been around a couple hundred years. Yeah. I'd feel like after, you know, a few hundred years, you would crack like, come on, <laughs> that's a long time to live. I mean, you accept it for the sake of the movie. We're like, okay, now this is a fun concept. So it's cool. But I don't know, man. Like, I don't know that I could make it that long. Like my, eventually I'd be like, dude, people fucking suck. I don't want to. Um, that was one of the things that I liked about Anne Rice's uh, vampires novels is that she talks about how the vampires, after a while, it, they just got so out of touch with what was going on kind of like in the time that they would just like almost just like disappear and kind of go into hibernation because they just got out. They were so kind of like out of touch or whatever. I don't know how to explain it, but no, I, I know what you mean. I think, cause I've heard something about this, even though I haven't read the book. Although I do have, uh, the first book, I do have interview with the vampire. I haven't read it though. That one I would definitely recommend. Um, it's a good book. It, you know, if you enjoyed the Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt movie, it's good. Um, I really liked, uh, the vampire Lestat book. Um, I liked the queen of the damn book. I like the Queen of the Damn movie, even though it's um, probably not the best representation of that book. But I was a fan of Aaliyah, and I think that was like one of her last performances. So um, I think that probably endeared that movie more to me. Uh, um, I'm excited to see, because she just signed, I think, with like, I don't know, AMC or TNT somebody. Like, she signed all her works over to do, like, so, like, one place has all her stuff to do, like, a comprehensive, like, because some of her, I think her, like, vampire stuff crosses over with some of her other writings, but I never really 
got into her some of her other stuff. That being said, uh, I watched, a, like I said, a crap ton of stuff this week. I watched um, Terminator Dark Fate. Which I hear is a lot better than you would expect it to be. No. I don't no? know who okay. told you I, that. I, I, I've it, heard this from multiple people, so of course you would be the one who's like, no. No. It <laughs> has some of the most unnecessarily, like, unnecessary machismo, like, dialogue, and it's just so heavy-handed in its approach that it's just... It was just not, I don't know what it was. And, like, the Terminator was, like, I feel like you hardly saw him kill anybody. Like, he stabs a lot of people, but he doesn't, like, kill them. And it was, like, it was this weird, like. Does he have any good one-liners or classic lines, though? Uh, well, not Will the he bad, be back? Not the, well, yeah, Linda Hamilton said it, and it was the dumbest it was amongst one of the dumbest lines in the movie, the way that I, they did that. I, you know, for, despite the fact that there would be people that would complain later, who would be like, I can't believe they didn't say the line. I think it out. It would be better for them to for movies to stop doing shit like that, like these callbacks. Like, you don't have to do yeah. the I'll be back every time. Like, we get it. We've seen it. Um, Yeah, it just was. And the Terminator dude was like, so it was like, it was like the T-1000, but if the T-1000 also had an exoskeleton underneath it, and then they could work independently of each other somehow. Oh, so he could like split himself into two? Yeah, like, well, he could like, so like there was one part where she was the, the human um, cyborg chick was chucking these like metal things at him and he like warped his the 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 metal terminator from inside the truck to outside the truck but then the exoskeleton just stayed in the truck driving that's pretty cool yeah but it just was so it was just a weird and it was so i don't know there was a lot of some of the cgi is hard like it's off because it there's no weight to the Terminator, if that makes sense. Like you would expect these term this Terminator to be super heavy, but then it does stuff and lands in ways that don't ch- indicate that it has any sort of weight to it. I don't know how to explain it. it no, I know it, exactly what you mean. Like when uh, it's a dumb example, but you remember in uh, X Men Origins and Wolverine. Uh, after he gets the skeleton, he sits on a motorcycle and it like, whoosh, it like really yeah, shifts yeah. down, which is still like not nearly as probably as heavy as he should be, but at least they acknowledge it. Yeah, yeah uh, exactly. Yeah, there's a, there are ways around that, especially when you're talking with a sci-fi movie. All they would have had to do. Uh, did you have, have you ever did you ever watch uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood? I know you're not really an anime guy, but maybe you'd watch that one because it's really the, good. The yeah, the cartoon, right? Not the movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I watched both series. The Brotherhood is my preferred. Yeah, Brotherhood is excellent. Oh, so uh, I liked I liked the first one okay to the point where I was like, I don't know if I want to watch this again. I watched the other movie. series. I watched man, the that... movies on those ones too that tied into that first one, and 
that last movie of that was so weird because it was like set in our timeline and not like their time was such a yeah i didn't watch that one because i was like "Ah." but anyway do you remember uh when they go up north and they they end up he ends up getting a new arm because the one that he has is like getting all hard to use because it's so cold there and it's also faster because of the metal that it's made out of like he can move a little bit he can move quicker than he could before because it's not as, as heavy you could come up with that kind of thing. Be like, oh, it's made. He's made with a special kind of metal. It's incredibly strong, but only as heavy as plastic. Like a quick line like that in a science fiction movie, you could get away with that. Yeah. And that's it. That's all you got to do, and then you're done. You don't have to worry about like, oh, how the hell are they doing that? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I'd be interesting to see what you thought. Um, especially like once you see it, then we could talk about some real like specific stuff. Like I don't have a problem with the concept that they would, they, they were going with, but it was just the delivery. And I don't know, man, it's really, it was really heavy handed. In my opinion, it was heavy handed in the way they were delivering sort of some of the stuff. And, um, I did like, uh, what they did sort of how, how they, um, they interpreted what happened. Uh, I like the Arnold um, uh, the, in this universe, in this story. Uh, uh, I, you know, but I, I don't think you need. I think, I think you really the story should end at Judgment Day. You know what I mean? Like, but I understand like what what they did, and it make it it, it makes sense. It's, I I I don't think of all the terminators this definitely um uh it makes sense 100 percent uh it make that makes sense but i just think they could have done a better delivery um the next thing i watched was gemini man that look i also haven't seen that one and for the same reason it didn't look good to me it was uh okay its biggest problem was that they knew you need to have conflict and tension, right? Uh, they also knew that you don't, uh, you need to resolve this and push the story forward. The pace in which they confronted these things and resolved these things is uh spectacularly fast it would just be like at one point like you know you're confronted with the fact that will smith is fighting will smith and uh the girls are just like yo do we want to talk about why that dude looks like you uh yeah i noticed that <laughs> all right we're just gonna oh we're gonna keep on with the story okay he noticed that the guy looks like him. We're not going to talk about why he looks, why he, why he might. Oh, we'll just, oh, it turns out they're cloning him. Okay. Yeah. Oh, just that gonna... was weird, right? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Like, it was so, but the biggest problem with this movie is they shot it in a way, uh, if I remember correctly, where they were doing more frames than they would normally shoot a film. And the special effects weren't able to match it. So um, while there there are times when it looks really good and the, like it's 
really crisp in some of the action. Uh, the the special effects of Will's face being morphed onto the things the the uh, the actor was not up to speed, and when Will Smith's younger version would like open his mouth, you could see the lighting in the mouth did not match the light that was there. If that makes sense. And then at the and but for the most part it wasn't too bad when you had like the older Will, younger Will. But the end of the movie is like it's so atrocious. It was like they had blown their whole budget on the movie. They were just like, yo, we don't have enough time for this this end part. Like, fuck, just do as best you can. It was just not I mean, based on how you're describing the uh uh Special effects. I guess I didn't have time for anything for that. Like, well, I think the problem is they the special effects aren't aren't aren't. I don't know how to explain because I think because of the way they shot the movie, I don't think the special effects are up to how they shot the movie, or they didn't shoot the movie in a way that would work for the special effects people to really do what they needed to do with the way they were shooting it. And so maybe they could just do the best they could. I don't know. I'd have to rewatch the corridor crew and how they broke it down. But, um, it was really off putting at times. And remember when Will Smith used to make good movie, what was the last like good Will Smith movie? Um, well, Maybe one of his dramatic roles, I guess. Yeah, probably I, one of his dramatic you know, roles. Let's look at Will Smith's uh, repertoire. What's the last thing he's done? Because he did that concussion movie, which I yes, guess I don't yes. know if he, if that was any good. It's, it's not. I don't want to see it. I thought he was up for an award for that. I think he might have been, uh, but that I, that doesn't really tell me anything. I can't trust awards. Oh, Bad Boys uh, for Life, I heard, was good. I haven't seen it. Yeah, um, I haven't either. I heard, I heard yeah. that was good. Student of the Year 2? What are you talking about? That was a fantastic... Wait, what was it? He was in that? I don't know. Aladdin did well. What are you talking about? Oh, Bright? yeah, Aladdin. I liked Bright. What are you talking about? I liked Bright. Bright was, Bright was okay. Suicide Squad? What are you talking about? Suicide okay. Squad? Oh, wait you're, a minute. You're being... <laughs> you're reaching uh, Um... All right, the next thing I watched was Midway, the movie about the battle at Midway. Um, I like this movie only because I had only heard of that. You know, I knew of the battle at Midway, but I didn't really know of its significance. So for um, uh, for getting for like learning that, I that I really enjoyed that. Um, and then, uh, the last thing I watched, uh, was the, the Justice League Dark Apocalypse. And I really fucking like that movie. They, the DC animation has done a real good job of giving me the cohesive, uh, uh, Warner Brothers universe that I've been uh, missing in the live action movies. Um... Because they've continued to incorporate all of the cartoons that they've been putting out as in one single universe. 
and this was their like Infinity War Endgame, and it was fucking good. I really enjoyed it. Do you have Do you have any questions about it? Would you like me to tell you about it? Uh, was there a scene about a Martha? No. Why? What? All right. So this one, uh, basically, Dark Side shows up. I am entropy. I am death. I am Dark Side. And Snoop, Superman's like, Oh no, hell no, man! Oh, up the gun. And he's like, This is Cake Town. And some people are like, At any point, are they like, Why is Superman talking like that? <laughs> no. This is just how he talks in this universe. <laughs> but that makes me think of the original Superman. When was the last time you saw the original Superman? Uh, it's been a few years. <laughs> do, do you remember what happens the first time Superman puts on the Superman outfit? Mm, not really. Not at the moment. Please tell me why he steps out on the street and a pimp goes, Hey, Jim, boom! Excuse me. That's a bad outfit. So bad, dude. I was like, oh my god. Um, but anyways, basically Superman's like, yo, we have to go to war right fucking now and end apocalypse. And everybody's like, yo, are you sure, Superman? I mean, I feel like you would have just you just this is your first move, Superman. He's like, yes. <laughs> and everybody's like, all right, I guess we're gonna do it. It doesn't like you see go the well. S on my chest, motherfucker. Oh my god, I wish you wouldn't have brought that up because that reminds me. This has maybe one of those scenes where you're just like, you have to see, like, this is the imagery you need, but it makes no sense. Uh, we're getting into spoiler territory for anybody who doesn't want to know. But, like, basically, they do the attack. It doesn't go well, right? Uh, of course. Dark Side. Very dark, short uh, movie, otherwise. Dark Side has uh, Cyclops' eyepiece on uh, tap, and he's watching. The whole Justice League plans. He they show up. He whoops the shit out of them, uh, and then he takes over Earth, fucks Earth all up. Uh, and uh, but one of the things he does is he tattoos the Superman S on Superman's chest with liquid kryptonite, thus making him unable to be Superman. Somehow not killing him outright, just making him. Uh, on Superman S gives him green eyes, little green veins. Uh, does not kill him, just can't be Superman. Um, uh, but you get to this point where a whole bunch of crazy shit happens because basically this movie brings the Justice League together, the Teen Titans together, the Justice League Dark together. So, like, Constantine, Swamp Thing, Zatanna. Uh, those dudes and the Suicide Squad all together to fight in a massive fight. And like, there's no holes bar. Like everybody gets, gets a chance of getting fucked up. Batgirl gets eaten at one point. Uh, the, the shit that they, shit is fucked I know, up. I know it's not what you mean, but. <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. No, she gets, she gets chomped on. Uh, King Shark Still eats a whole better. bunch of people. King Shark eats a bunch of people. Um, 
uh, Shiva gets headshot. Like, the shit is crazy, son. But anyways, uh, there's this crazy moment where Superman... uh, uh, So, like, Superman gets possessed by something, and that thing burns... Or so like so first first off you have to understand at this point Superman's had his shirt cut open revealing the green the kryptonite S in the final fight again so he's practically shirtless he fights this thing possesses him and it burns off the the Superman kryptonite S and replaces it with like a demon flame S right so now this dude is shirtless with a demon flame Superman S on him but when he finally able to to like regain his Clark Kent, the fucking like Superman S shield appears, and but then like the whole suit, he's suddenly in the whole Superman outfit. It literally makes no sense, but you're just like, hell yeah, Superman's here now. Um, but again, I really liked it. Nice. I've, I haven't watched any of the animated DC movies in a long time. Uh, I just wasn't into them. I just thought the, I didn't care for the animation quality. I, was like, I felt like the way they turn them out so quickly, like they didn't put enough time into them. They just didn't, they didn't look that good to me. Some of them also looked like the same, you know? Well, that's what they were going for in the, in the look because they wanted to, after Flashpoint, they they made a real conscious decision to do a similar look across the cartoons to maintain like a cohesive universe. And All so right, I might check them out then because that that was like the last one I watched was Flashpoint. Like, I didn't oh, really yeah. watch anything after. So that. like Justice League War, I got a bunch of them on on the Voodoo, um, but like the Justice League War ones, the Batman. Where it's the son of Batman, Batman vs. Robin. Those ones are all in the same universe. Um, the Justice League Dark uh, is a good one. Because that's when they team up with Constantine. And what's it's not Daredevil, but there's some... De- De- Dead there's Man. A, Dead Man. They team up with Dead why, Man. He is and, nothing like Daredevil. I don't know no, why it, I knew who no, you were talking about. But his, like his, the imagery on his chest has the like D on it, and he's in like a red outfit, right? Uh, yeah. You, you knew, you knew what I was talking about though. Anyway, so yeah, they do. They've done a good job of doing a cohesive universe. Um, and uh, I don't. I honestly don't know what I thought I was gonna get when I watched this Justice League. Dark Apocalypse, but I was thoroughly, I thoroughly enjoyed it at four o'clock in the morning on a Thursday. You doing up at four o'clock in the morning on a Thursday? I was I was awake at three thirty. I just I I sleep weird. This was a weird week. I I can't. I, I mean, not that I, I'm judging you. It's like I can't. I can't because my sleep schedule is weird. Well, yeah, you have a baby, and babies make sleep schedules weird because they'll wake up in the middle of the night like, hi. Hey, but it don't sound like that. It's usually more like, oh, wow. He really doesn't cry, though. Like, he'll no. wake up. It's kind of, it'd be creepy if it wasn't so Does cute. Because, like, you'll be laying there and you'll look over 
and he'll be awake all of a sudden and looking at you and you'll make eye contact and then he smiles and you're like oh my god he's excited to see me but then he's like yeah kicking around he's like let's do this it's two o'clock in the morning like why and suddenly i go from like wide awake to like oh now i'm tired now that he's awake again i want to go to sleep so Oh man, that's good shit. See now, that's when when he wakes up at two a.m. That's when you're like, "All right, son, now I'm about to introduce you to Star Wars: A New Hope." Bam, put that shit on. You fall asleep in the rocking chair. You got him in like a little one of them little carry-ons, and he just watches Star Wars while you sleep. You ain't even got to have the volume on. You just had the volume down. He'll see them shits, the lasers, the popping, the. Ch- arms getting chopped up. He won't know what's happening, but it'll get burned into a psyche, and he'll be like, "Lightsabers, Daddy! Those are the best." Nah, I'm not gonna do that, and not even because I don't want him to watch Star Wars right now. Although I don't, I want. Yeah, I'm trying to save all that stuff for when he can remember it. Uh, nah, man, you got pregame him right now with it, my dude. It's like. It's like you trying to, you like, man, I'm waiting till I can show him physics. Not nah, that you guys show him basic math right now. Can't skip addition, subtraction, division, multiplication, and calculus. Just go right to physics. Nah, doc. Show him some math right now. Hope you pick it up. Well, I also like to sleep with no TV on or anything. I have trouble doing it, which is the opposite of Liz. Liz loves to have the TV on uh, and sleep. And I just, I can't stand it. I like I like being in pitch black. Uh, you put me in a pitch black room with a fan on, I will fall asleep immediately. I, I prefer all dark. I don't have a TV in my bed, although I will uh, I will occasionally fall asleep to YouTube on my um, on the Kindle. Um, but yeah, if I don't have a TV in my bedroom anymore, and I got blackout curtains, so. That's how I like to live. I love blackout curtains. I have them too. Uh, Liz is not a fan. No. Ooh. Nah. This is a weird ad for Bed Bath and Beyond. <laughs> well, it's like you know. I, I guess part of the relationship, a part of a marriage, you know, is making compromises. So I like blackout curtains. She doesn't care for them. Okay, whatever. That happens. And, uh, but I don't like sleeping with TV on and she does. So a lot of times it's like, all right, well, we have these blackout curtains, but we're going to have the TV on, which kind of defeats the purpose of the blackout curtains. But eventually I will turn the TV off. Like, especially once she falls asleep, if she, you know, some, sometimes she's still awake because she just has trouble going to sleep. Yeah. So, you know, it's just finding ways to work around it. I got you, I got you. Or I could be like a jerk and be like, turn the fucking TV off. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, Man, I love... Boy, I, I, wish, like, I wish you would try to say some shit like that to I Liz. No, uh, well, even even if it wasn't Liz, though, like, you know I wouldn't... I, that's not the kind of person I am anyway. Like, I, I Sometimes I'll be on... I'll be looking at Reddit, and there's a subreddit called Our Relationships where people go and ask about relationship stuff. And it sometimes I'm like, I, what... 
these people must know. Like they wouldn't be posting onto this web onto this onto this subreddit if they didn't know there was a problem. But there are times I'm like, what kind of fucking relationship? How are these people together? Be like, yeah, so I've been married for three years and uh my husband, you know, he hasn't been answering his phone. Uh, he keeps going over to this uh, female co-worker's house like every Friday and Saturday. And he says nothing's going on, but I don't know. I feel like something suspicious is going on. I tried to look at his phone. He took it and broke it and then was like, ah, sorry, I don't know what happened. Uh, do you guys think something fishy's going on? I don't know. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, that is, of course something is wrong. If I tried, if I, if, if I like was disappearing and just not answering Liz's phone call, she would think I was dead for one. Like, right. which has happened. That's actually happened. That's been time, like, not where she thought I was dead for sure, but she was worried something had happened. And I think she called you, she's called you before if she couldn't get a hold of me and be like, hey, have you talked to Billy? Yep. Yeah. Be like, like that. Yeah, we're doing the show right now. <laughs> Tell that motherfucker to answer his messages. I'm hungry. <laughs> That does happen, yes. Uh, but yeah, like you know, I, I couldn't imagine a situation where like I would deliberately try and not communicate with my wife. Granted, I also couldn't see myself in a situation where I would be like trying to cheat on her with another woman or anyone else or or man, whatever. No judgments. Why? Why? Well, first off, why is there no judgments? Because it's you cheating on Liz. But you're not in a men, so why would it be a man? Yeah, I guess it wouldn't matter. Like you would I guess because like, you know you don't want to look homophobic. You're like, oh my god, she cheated on his wife. What? That's terrible. Yeah, with this guy that he works with. Oh, oh, well, that's progressive. Now, you know, at least at least he's like you know being sex positive. I guess I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of, Liz had friends on earlier because that's one of her favorite shows that she likes to have on. Uh, for those of you that know, there's a the episode that was on was the one where uh, Ross and Rachel take a break. Rachel, <laughs> I want to take a break, and then and then Ross ends up sleeping with a woman like that night. And by the way, it's not just that he sleeps oh, with a woman that night; he calls her that night. And the guy that she works with, that he has been like uncomfortable with her being close to, has come to her apartment and brought her food. Is there? And he call, when he calls to like try and talk to her, and so he hangs up the phone because he's like, "Oh, she's with that, that guy who she knows makes me uncomfortable." So then from that, then he goes and sleeps with this woman, and they're not together. And then they get back together, and she finds out that it happened, and like they, you know, they break up again. And I'm like, "You don't have any reason to be angry. Like, this is ridiculous." And like, and Ross is like trying to apologize, but like, Look, "I'm sorry. Like, don't, no, man, don't be a pussy. You didn't do anything wrong. You're broken up." You handled it the way that you wanted to handle it. We were on the break! <laughs> she writes that, what, like 18, 18 pages? 18 two, pages. Two sided. Front and back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I love Friends. Uh, oh, man. yeah. Dude, I, to, this, yeah. to this day, I'll do the, the, the fist slam together uh, to flip people off. I, uh, I, every now and then when, cause that's like one of Liz's go-to shows. I'm sure I've seen it a dozen times already and she's definitely seen it more than I have. Uh, but I will still find myself laughing out loud at jokes, uh, that I, that I know are coming up, but I can't help it. I mostly Chandler cause I just think that he's, 
Dude. Now, now I feel like we're like two like middle-aged people talking in raw water. Watch <laughs> uh, friends. That Chandler just cracks me up. You remember this scene? Hilarious. Do you remember <laughs> this? Yeah. <laughs> and then and then Joey gets oh, that turkey man. stuck on his head. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Or when he puts all of Chandler's clothes on and starts lunging. That's the, I thought of that one first. Oh, man. Friends. This was a weird episode. It was, yeah. <laughs> no, this is a weird episode of the podcast. Oh, though. yeah, this is 100% <laughs> a weird episode. Um, Well, shit, I'm Poet. I'm Billy. Good night. This is the outro. This is the outro. This is the outro for the Poet and Billy Podcast Extravaganza.